Welcome to the Heart Rate Variability Podcast, where we explore the exciting science behind heart rate variability. The material discussed in this podcast should not be taken as medical advice. Please check with your medical provider to make sure any suggestions or strategies are right for you. Visit us at the OptimalHRV.com website to learn more about the Optimal HRV app, download a free copy of Matt's book, Heart Rate Variability, and also get show notes and additional resources around heart rate variability and its applications. All right. Hello, friends. I am Dr. Dave Hopper. You will probably notice right away for those of you watching on YouTube that I am not Matt Bennett. Um, I will be hosting today's podcast on my own. Um, and I have a very special guest. One of my patients uh, who is absolutely amazing and does her nice. HRV so regularly <laughs> that I could do a whole podcast episode just about oh, her. Wow. <laughs> um, so I want to introduce Heather. Um, Heather, please say hello. Hello. And thank you for that wonderful introduction. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um so Heather has been a patient of mine for a little while now, and Heather has been doing her HRV every single day since she became a patient. Um, and she is a great patient and gets excellent results because she's somebody who does her homework so well and keeps track of everything so well. Um, so it's been really cool watching, uh, watching Heather's progression through not only chiropractic care, but through life as we see her tracking her HRV on a daily basis. So we've seen some ups, we've seen some downs, and there's always the reason behind. And that's the biggest thing uh, that we are always concerned about is what is going on in life, um, not just what we're affecting within chiropractic care, but what are we affecting in this person's life and how can we see that play out uh, from the HRV perspective? So with Heather, um, I wanted to go through some of the things that we've seen throughout care and throughout the time uh, that she has been here with us um, looking at her HRV. So um, Heather, the first thing that I wanna talk about is when you first started with us, uh, you, had, uh, you had a pretty consistent number um, that we would see every single time. And, and actually, are you okay with us talking yep, about yep. specific numbers? Yeah, I would rather you because I, I kind of have an idea of what they were, but I just want to make, but you do know. So I absolutely share them. Yes. So, uh, so Heather would consistently be in the twenties, uh, typically in the, uh, in the upper twenties, uh, with her HRV. Um, and when we talk about HRV, uh, in this case, we are talking about the number, uh, and that is RMSSD. Um, for those of you listening who might be aware of other forms that it would come in. Uh, so we are talking about RMSSD, not SDSN, uh, SDNN or anything else. Um, so when we look at her HRV regularly, she was, uh, again, always right in that upper 20s, uh, you know, 25 to 28 in there on a regular basis. And it's really cool when we have somebody measuring consistently whose body is, is very predictable like this. Um, yeah. And so, so when, when Heather would wane one way or the other, yeah. it was very easy to say, Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and quickly we became, uh, text buddies because, yes. uh, 
because at times it, it at times it was a little like creepy, but I was like, okay, somebody's <laughs> watching. But it was always yes. at the right moment. <laughs> I was awake. Yes. Um, Heather's an early riser because she is a regular CrossFitter. Yes. 6 a.m. So 6 a.m. And that's 6 a.m. that you're actually taking class, correct? Yes. Yep. I wake up at 5.15 every day. I sit up. The first thing that I do is I take my HRV. I don't leave the room, don't get up or anything. I just sit up calmly and get it activated and then take it. And I have to leave the house by exactly 5.38. Otherwise, I'm walking in when everybody's starting to warm up. So, Well, well awesome. And, um, <laughs> and actually, let, let's touch on that real quick. So, um, so how difficult was it for you to get integrated with, uh, with using uh, HRV with the device that, uh, that I supplied you with as, long, as well as the app? Um, was it a difficult process for you to get in the habit? Um, how did that all go for you? Um, not at all difficult. I keep it next to my bed. If I were to have to do it several times a day, the one that I have with the cords may become difficult, but because I take it every morning, it's actually easy for me because it just sits on my nightstand. Um, the only thing that sometimes I notice is I have to shut my Bluetooth on and off, like, cause it might not read it right away, but it's very quick. I just, I have the iPhone. So I slide it down. I hit Bluetooth off, Bluetooth on, slide it back up, hit it. And then for some reason it likes it then. You know, um, so sometimes that happens. It doesn't take long. It takes me about three minutes. What I've decided is um, that's my three minutes of meditation in the morning. <laughs> and I find that if I close my eyes and I think about some things I may have to do or check things off in my brain about what I did yesterday. And when I open them, I look down, it seems to go faster than watching it. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, well, that is, that is so cool. And, uh, it, and awesome that you use that time to look inward. And that's, uh, and that's definitely what we would encourage, uh, is, is that you, you visualize during that time. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, so it, it's very easy for me to do at that time because I'm pretty, um, consistent about what time I get up. Yes. And I know that because, uh, because <laughs> I see your reading pop up. As you said, the, uh, the, the creepy factor. Yes. Yeah, the, the creeper. <laughs> and, uh, and for those of you listening, um, I, it happens to be that I am in a very early riser and, um, and when I get up, I will scroll through my list of patients, um, uh, and I check it about uh, twice every morning, and I will see um, who is checking their HRV. And for Heather, she happens to take it um, just before I do my first check, uh, which is at 5.30 a.m. Yep. I just yeah, check. And then, yeah, and then uh, I see that um, I see that she has taken her HRV, and, and most of the time, she's right where we expect her to be, but every yep. once in a while, we will see an outlier, in which case, I would text and say, mm -hmm. hey, yes. what's happening? Yep. Uh -huh. And there's sometimes that I'm like, hmm, am I hitting the cancel button on the uh, gym today? And if that number comes back at a certain like low, I'm like, yeah, you know, it should be a, a skip day. <laughs> so that is awesome. And please, I, and I know that, you know, we, we've obviously talked about HRV a, a bunch. Um, so what does that, what do you feel like and what type of a number do you see when you make the decision to cancel a workout? Well, <laughs> there's been a couple of times I've had a really low number, like maybe 14. <laughs> and that was, I knew I was not feeling well. So that was a definite no brainer. 
um, not going to be able to go because I was actually really sick. Um, right now, because I'm not starting out in the twenties anymore. Um, I think if I were to, to wake up and be maybe around 21, 24, almost about where I kind of started this in the beginning. Now I would think about that as a, you know, maybe I should take today as a rest day. Um, I do really like going in for my mental state. So even at that point, I just definitely know that if I go in, I'm, I'm scaling back. I'm like, just going to do a, uh, just an active recovery. And that is, and that right there is exactly what we, we want you tracking. Uh, because, yeah. because if you didn't see that number, you probably would still go in and you would probably yep. still push yourself. Yeah. Uh, and I'd be like, wow, I don't feel great today, but I'm going to just do this. And then later I'm just going to regret it. But yes, so I, that's what I love about it. I just, it's like kind of a little window, window to uh, what's going on. Yes. A window into your autonomic nervous system. Yeah. Um, and a hundred percent when your HRV is dropped down, uh, we know that that means your reaction time is down. Um, we know that you are much more likely to get injured doing a physical activity, like, uh, especially when it's something intense, physical activity like CrossFit. Um, so very wise of you to use that. And I'm glad that, uh, that yeah. you have been educated so well. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, uh, the student is now the teacher. Yes. <laughs> um, and you made a mention that you're not waking up with an HRV in the twenties anymore. What are you waking mm, up with an HRV no. lately? Well, I, I've been, I've been growing and now, so I, for, for a little while, I was like in the thirties, 35. So I think that's pretty much where I'm consistent now. Then I started seeing some forties and then there was like a week I was like 51. I'm like, yes, this you is, were. You're way this up is awesome. I'm like, this is awesome. I figured it out. I've been, you know, testing with some different supplements. Um, and I thought I like, I thought I hit jackpots. I thought I hit like, I thought I tweaked it. I had the right supplements when I was hitting those fifties. And then um, I dropped down again and I was not feeling well. The kids were sick. They had a fever. Um, I ended up having like a terrible sore throat and feeling run down, never had a fever, but just like, I was just had a nasty cold, something going on. Um, but they had already had it well, since then. I haven't seen the fifties again. Well, and another large factor that happened right in that time period for you as well. Um, it, you also went back to work, correct? Yes. Yes, so, work, work, work uh, has been pretty pretty consistently stressful. <laughs> and uh, for those of you uh, listening, um, Heather works at a school. Um, yep. And uh, and you are a teacher's aide, correct? Correct. So, I am a teacher's aide, or some might say a para pro, um, is also a term people use. And I'm in a self-contained classroom with some pretty heavy hitters, um, autism and some nonverbal, uh, there's a lot of crying that happens. Um, some of our nonverbals, that's how they express themselves. So we've got a lot of behavior issues. And, uh, and schools right now are, are really um, stressful. We're understaffed. And, you know, the kids I work with um, are struggling, you know, because there's a lot of things that they have to do differently that they hadn't had to do in the past. You know, we're trying to teach them to be social. But with the way the world right now, you know, we have to make sure that they aren't very close. And we're like, I know you want to do that for your friend, but right now we can't. So, so it's created some stress because these kids, we were pushing so hard to have that 
and that integration where now they're not even getting to go with their same grade level peers because we kind of have to keep, you know, everybody in some cohorts. So the end outcome of that is it's very stressful. So, so not only a lot of stress for the kids uh, with all yes. the changes, but a, yeah. an extreme amount of stress on you. I remember uh, you telling me one day when you came in, uh, you came in sweaty <laughs> from work. Uh, yes, I was chasing a kid yes. for like three hours straight <laughs> because, so. um, yeah, he he was he couldn't stay in class, and so we took him in a courtyard and we let him run around, and then he found a way out a side door, and he got out. Um, into like a playground area, but, um, he was still very young and weak. We could not let him get away. So I had come in right to you after chasing him for about three hours. Yes. And, yes. and I skipped my workout that morning. Cause I was like, I don't know about like today. I think it should be a rest day. And then I went into work and it was not a rest day. That is it a was high intensity. <laughs> so that was your intuition telling you to take a break from yeah. because you're yeah. going to be extremely stressful. So, yeah. Yeah. so we're seeing these large amounts of stress and uh, um, obviously it's not uncommon for, for teachers, for kids, um, any of the likes to take on an illness uh, when school first starts again. Uh, yep. And a lot of that being, um, oh, we, we lost your face a bit here. <laughs> because Tom just got out of the, out of the hot tub and he's blocking the, the light. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, was, he decided to stand right there. <laughs> well, tell Tom I say hello. I, and um, it, anyway, illness is not uncommon to be seen because uh, that is such a large change, right? It's such a large stressor on our, on our uh our nervous systems, and we see that function drop. We can see that drop, uh, you know, uh, objectively in your HRV, but we feel that drop. And then when we are uh, with a lower functioning nervous system, we know that our immune system is not functioning as well either, right? Um, so a lot of times we do see some form of illness come on, um, especially as we are adjusting to some type of major life stressor, yeah. um, like, well, like well, going, back, going back to school. Yeah. And do you remember, I um, had a little bit of, uh, I'm okay with sharing this, but I had a little bit of a shingle outbreak on my left arm. And yes. I, I get that when I'm really under a lot of stress, it's not like a full on shingle outbreak where people have a fever and like they have this nastiness. It's just like a patch um, that'll come out at like the end of a nervous system area or whatever. But yeah, that was also, that also happened yeah, on our little uh, adventure here. It, yes. And, uh, and that was, at I saw some low time. numbers. Yes. That was at another time with, with low numbers and also stressors were very high. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> and, um, and if, if, are you okay sharing what was going on? Uh, uh, even more so at that time. Uh, oh, with the family family wise. And and yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We have, um, so my father-in-law has already been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and my mother-in-law is his caretaker. And they recently moved to a retirement community. Um, they used to be maybe 10, 15 minutes from us, but they moved into a community that was 40 minutes away that we thought was going to be great for them. It was going to be lots of activity. Well, over this past year, um, we just started noticing things with my mother-in-law, things just not seeming right. And because we're not 10 minutes apart anymore, we weren't seeing them as much. And well, we've found out over this past year, but mostly <laughs> since I met Hopper, um, that we had to start taking her in for testing and she has vascular dementia from her mismanaged diabetes. So we have this whole big thing happening. So I'm stressed at work. 
And now we've decided we, um, we were able to get a property two blocks from us and we're in the midst of getting them moved and selling their house. And right now we own the new house and we have a contract on the house in Huntley. So I'm seeing maybe some stress like wrapping up, but I'm managing it a lot better now because at first it was like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? But now we have a plan and we're executing it. Yes. So uh, we've got a lot of family things happening as well. Yeah. And, and that, um, and I'm again, on a call. Sorry. My son just stopped up. Oh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> um, so again, that's, that's another thing. I, you know, family is another, uh, can yep. be the source of most happiness and can also be the source mm -hmm. of the most stress in your life. Yeah. Um, and when we talk about that, again, something that we can see uh, coming through objectively in your HRV, um, where that is, how that is going to affect you. Um, and we can see when you're, when you're down low with something yeah. uh, piling on like family stressors, um, you know, pushing yourself in a workout is not going to be a good idea. Um, no, but sometimes it is. <laughs> a <life> coach, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's good that I have these numbers. It's, um, it's interesting how it came about at this time, because I don't know that I've ever had so many moving parts and stress in my life. Um, you know, we've always had a manageable amount, but this is beyond anything I've ever imagined. Yes. Well, um, well, and I and do have kids of my own. I have one in college and then my two high schoolers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which is a whole nother form of stress too, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, or uh, life metrics as I call them. Um, yeah. And so, um, so I wanted to talk about how you, um, did something really, really cool. Um, you decided that you were going to start taking some new supplements and yep. you wanted to see objectively, how is this affecting me? Um, uh -huh. <laughs> and you, just uh, amazing. Um, so, so Heather started, uh, experimenting with some supplements and, saw that the supplements were affecting mm -hmm. her in a positive way. Um, yes. so, she, so she did this, um, with a uh, glutathione as well yes. as uh, niacin, correct? Yes. Yeah. Niacin has always been my savior. I don't know. Like I've told you before, the only reason I get away from it is I think I become lazy. Um, I kind of, you know, cause you're feeling good and like things are fine. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I'm just tired or whatever. I'm not, I'll take it later or take tomorrow. Um, yeah. but with the HRV, I'm like just learning, like, wow. Okay. No, I can't do that. I need to be consistent. Yes. It, yeah. Because you see yes. the difference that it actually makes. Yep. For you. Um, and that's where I was shocked. Uh, so, so Heather is a very fun person. Uh, and, and it was very obvious when you went out drinking, uh, and yes. you were having a good time because yes. your RV heavily. You would see it. That, yeah. Right? You would, oh yeah. <laughs> because, um, I was having reactions to wine. And I needed to kind of stop dry, drinking wine for a while until I found, you know, some better wines. Um, give a shout out to Dry Farm Wines. Yes. And put a little, put on it. I can drink theirs. But even those, I, I see my HRV drop. But I don't know a lot about SNPs, but I did have my DNA done through um, 23andMe. Yes. And a good, good friend of mine, Valerie, um, had said, you know what, you should take those and send them into... Um, another type of program where they will now read even further into it. And I guess they're called SNPs. Well, I found out that I had some dirty genes and that's where um, I started to experiment with the glutathione. And that actually I found out gave me a positive result when I used it, when I drank. 
Yes, and that uh, and that was the coolest thing to see um, because uh, Heather had warned me that she was going on a trip. uh, We were going to a lake house, and we've done it in the past. It's with our friends, and we do it when we wrap up softball season. Um, We get up there and we go for a week, and it's going to basically just be making food and drinking. <laughs> like we just hang out at the lake. I knew that there was going to be a lot of alcohol involved. So I made sure to buy myself a brand new bottle of glutathione and take it up. And it was funny because you were like, Oh, looks like you're doing really well. And like, I don't think you thought I was drinking as much as I was, but <laughs> I no. was, I don't, I was... I'm not, encur- I'm not encouraging people to do this just so they, but you know, it was a week, week vacation. And, and I, react really really bad to alcohol um if i don't do that like so much so where i will get sick 12 hours later and i will feel like um something is just wrong like I'm, i feel like i've got some type of poisoning and it's not like i drink that much um but if i don't use the glutathione i get pretty sick so that was just so amazing to see i yeah. knowing that uh, seeing seeing your reaction to alcohol before and, yep. uh, and yeah, like, like you said, I was, uh, I was pleasantly surprised when I would, uh, when I <laughs> your numbers, when I saw your yeah. numbers and they, they weren't moving and they actually, uh, nope. actually in some cases they were going up, uh, They're improving. Well, and, because uh, I wasn't drinking that much. So it was like, I was enjoying it and I was enjoying life and you know, the stressors were down, but I was making sure to take care of however my body doesn't break down the alcohol. And I was just, um, supporting that. Yes. Uh, well, and, and for those of you who, uh, who don't know, so glutathione is, uh, is naturally within our cells, uh, within our body. And it is, um, and it is a natural antioxidant, essentially. I actually, one of the most powerful things within our body that helps us with, uh, with that natural breakdown process. So by taking it as a supplement, uh, you're helping that along that much, uh, that much better. Um, and then when you combined that with, uh, with the niacin, as you said, that's when, uh, yeah. we started to see you really climb and, oh, yeah. uh, and go into, uh, into the forties and even into the fifties. Um, yep. and you were, you were doing really, really well, uh, right up until you started school. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and no, but I mean, actually I was already were I was already in school when I started doing really, really well is then when I was, I was, I was working, but the stress level came down a little bit at school. Um, but I added the five HTP that you had suggested. Okay. Yes. Yes. And with, um, I can't think of the name of it, but I added something to help me because I, I'm not a great sleeper. So that is where I got like my, my, those really golden numbers of the fifties. And I was like, oh my gosh, I figured it out. It broke the code. And then, (laughs) and then one of my kids wasn't feeling well. And I let him take a personal day and by the afternoon, he had a fever. So, you know, we went through the whole process, like, well, let's make sure you get tested, like see what, and it wasn't anything. He didn't have strep, um, you know, he, nothing, nothing tested positive and any type of test that he took, he just was not feeling well. But then my daughter got it and then I felt run down. So then now my numbers are, are kind of, they're still good, yeah. um, but they're not the fifties where I was like, yeah feeling pretty good still a lot better than where you had started uh yeah but, but yeah we still want to see you go up yeah. and, uh, and yeah. without a doubt you will you will continue that climb um yeah. but uh but it's so cool to see that how you uh how you tested supplements yeah Literally, you did that and yeah. um 
And yeah, I, I mean, I saw such a huge result when I um, added the the niacin with the glutathione. Yeah, and uh, and 5-HTP as well um, is 5-hydroxytryptophan, and that is um, the precursor to uh, melatonin as well as serotonin. Um, or uh, with, within our body. So, uh, so those are some very important hormones, uh, not only for sleep, but for wake happiness, yeah. all that stuff. Um, so that's a, that's an excellent supplement. And, um, please, I, for anybody listening, um, you know, talk to your healthcare provider about using any of those supplements. If you are considering that based on the conversation we just had here, but, uh, okay. this is not an advertisement yes. for any supplements. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just you recommended. Yeah. Yep. No, we, you knew I was having trouble sleeping and I wanted to get off the melatonin. So yeah. we explored the five HTP, um, and the niacin that came from, uh, my endocrinologist was okay with it because I had had some thyroid issues back in the day, you know, I just only have half a thyroid. Um, and I'd gotten off all of my medications. So, but he was good with, he, he was okay with me doing the niacin. So that's why I don't do the niacin. Um, I just didn't pick that out by myself. Right. Right. And, <laughs> and yes. Uh, important, important notes. to Yes. Me. Uh, yes. It, yes. And, and my DO also follows it. My DO knows that he, that I'm on a thousand. Yes. All right. Well, yeah. And, uh, and, and very important. Yes. Yeah, so you, you have doctors. Yes. Watching yes. You yeah. No, I'm not just, uh, just not making stuff up and like, you know, going out and buying stuff. Yeah. So. Um, it, but you can also, so not only with supplements, but, um, but you know, Heather, I know I've taught, I, I've said this to you before and, um, and for everybody listening, uh, what is so cool is that not only supplements, but you can test, you can test how different foods affect you, uh, using, using the same methods. Um, so if you're adding a food into your diet, um, you can as well use HRV as a tracking tool to see how this food is affecting you. Um, you know, I, the absence of foods as well, right? So, uh, so mm -hmm. removing things like dairy, like gluten, like sugar, those types of things from your diet, you can see how that is affecting your nervous system, how it's affecting your overall health, uh, from an objective level, um, as well as of course, how you're, how you are feeling subjectively. Well, um, challenge accepted because I've been thinking about maybe doing a little uh, run of dairy free. It, you absolutely should. Hey, maybe we'll see the sixties. Who knows? Maybe. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. To so, be continued. Hey, yes. We'll uh, we'll revisit uh, after after yeah. we pull that one out. Yeah. Um, and I I believe those were some of the some of the highlights that I wanted to share. Um, of what we were doing. Oh, uh, and that, that was the other thing. Uh, so with training, um, you know, being within CrossFit, I, you know, so cool to see all that, but you can also see how your training program is affecting you too. Um, so just like you can test with, with food, with supplements, you can also see how a training program is helping you, how any type of health regimen is affecting you just by watching what you change in life and what we see there. Um, and for healthcare practitioners listening, um, I think it's pretty obvious that I have a, I have a pretty good connection, um, with, with my patient here. Um, and, uh, and, and that is the power, uh, within a tool like HRV as well, is that you do get to form very good connections with your patients, because I'm not just talking about Heather, uh, what she came in with. Um, so what brought Heather to me initially was she had a shoulder problem. Um, and, and well, that's fine and dandy, yeah. and I'm going to help her with her shoulder problem. But there's a lot more to Heather than a shoulder, uh, you know, biceps tendonitis, uh, right? Um, we 
we're looking at the whole person because that is just one little part of who she is. And uh, frankly, I, I don't care about your shoulder. I want to help <laughs> you as a whole yeah. um, and helping your shoulder acutely. Sure. I'm going to make that feel better. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to do what I can to solve that issue for you. But what I really want to do um, and what I believe every healthcare practitioner should be doing is looking at you as a whole, knowing that this is who Heather is. This is what she does every day. These are the important people in her life. Here's all of the moving parts to Heather. Now I can treat Heather as a whole person. And that's a lot more effective than just looking at Heather as a shoulder. Um, yep. So uh, so that's, that's how I believe uh, we, we should all yep. be practicing. Um, because it, it's, it's really great. The results that we get to see and the connections that we get to make. Um, so, so that's, uh, it's, it's some very powerful yeah. stuff here. Um, yeah, and- I'm not going to lie. Some people that I tell about this, they're like, wait, really? I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't just go to get adjusted. <laughs> yes. No, there's a, there, there's a lot more to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I um, think there's some, I think there's some envy out there. <laughs> Well, uh, hey, uh, yeah. we can we can all be this, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, but Heather, I wanted to thank you so much, uh, not only for being my patient, um, but but for helping me out here and uh, and talking about your experience with HRV, um, as well as sharing a bit about your life um, and a, a bit about you personally um, with the world, so that uh, so that everybody could benefit a little bit more. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so do, do we, do we want to tell one real quick story at the end here about when I accidentally drank too much tequila? I absolutely. <laughs> but I uh, guess so, so just with that. one of the bigger defeaters of yes. HRV. So, so yes, please. Yes. So it was a Sunday night and it was before school started and there was a little neighborhood party and I got all the stuff done around the house and I was ready. I was feeling pretty good about, Hey, kids are coming tomorrow. So we went down and to hang out for a little bit in the afternoon and um, they had some añejo and I was like, Oh, I'll have a little bit of that. But they had a, um, margarita mix next to it. And I was just thinking it was a margarita mix that it, obviously I found out later that the margarita mix already had tequila in it. So I wasn't sure why they put those two things next to each other. Um, and I had two of them. And then like, I was just, I, I was feeling pretty good. And I was like, wow, I don't know what happened. But the next morning I woke up and it was the first day the kids were coming back. And I think my HRV was like 11 yeah. or 14. It was really bad. And I could barely get, I could get barely get through like it completing. And as soon as it was complete, I ran it and I started getting sick and I got like, I just kept getting sick. I was so sick. And I'm like, why am I so sick? I only had two drinks. Like I, it was just the afternoon. Like it was no big deal. Um, Later in the day, the girl's house I was at, she was my, she had, she picked my daughter up. She was doing me a favor. And my daughter was telling her like, my mom was so sick this morning. And she's like, why? She only, she didn't have that much. And she goes, oh, oh no. So like, I didn't realize. And so I had had way too much, but my HRV was like, just like red, like flags were being drawn, thrown everywhere. Cause that's pretty low. Right. 
very much good. Well, <laughs> for you, that was a uh, that was very well. Uh, yeah. and, uh, I and, thought I was gonna die. <laughs> yes, uh, you were you were you were quite a ways down there. But what was cool too about that though is that you you continued tracking your HRV and you saw yourself recovering. Yeah, the next day I was like up to like thirty something. So because I, you know, I actually went to school that day. I just told everybody I had a migraine. <laughs> and uh just drank lots of fluids took vitamin c like just you know killed it that day and it popped right back up the next day yeah but so that's when i accidentally drank too much tequila <laughs> which which happens to the best <laughs> yeah that that is irresponsible <laughs> to put, uh, it's very irresponsible with that, alcohol in it next to tequila i, I would yes. assume the same thing yes and <laughs> i guess like when i party. when i took the first drink i was like oh that's really strong no idea. And still nobody told me at that time. So it was an irresponsible host. <laughs> yes. They wanted to, uh, they wanted to make sure that you had an extra good time. Yeah. Well, I thank you for everything that you've helped me with. Well, well, thank you. Um, oh, awesome. Heather. Well, you have an amazing rest of your night and, uh, and I am going to click us off here and, uh, and that is that. So world, we will see you all again.